Have you ever really thought about what retirement means to you? Well, nowadays it seems everybody's got a different vision of retirement, but no matter what that looks like for you, chances are your retirement is gonna look a lot different than the one that your parents had. It's time for the My Retirement Clarity Podcast with Lee Perkins, financial planner and president of JL Perkins Wealth Management. Get ready for a good dose of inspiration, simplicity, implementation, and of course, clarity on how to successfully prepare for retirement and grow and preserve your wealth. Here's Ben George with Lee Perkins. Glad to have you on My Retirement Clarity alongside Lee Perkins, owner and financial advisor at JL Perkins Wealth Management. I am Ben George. Looking forward to today's episode as Lee kind of teased you on. It's going to be one I think could be eye-opening for a lot of people, but also maybe ease your mind in terms of what you need to be doing, what Lee helps people with every day to get them prepared for retirement because things have changed a lot over the last two or three decades. And uh, things just aren't as easy. Well, I'll do easy maybe in, in air quotes, Lee. It's never easy to plan for retirement, but it was much easier before than it is today. Yeah, I think it was. I, I think our parents or grandparents had, maybe they didn't have it better than us in a lot of ways, just because of, of how different the world is nowadays. I always, I always joke to my parents, I'm like, what was it like? when you were a kid and the world was black and white, <laughs> just because that was my vision of what it looked like when they were kids because because mm-hmm. TV was black and white. But uh, yeah, a lot of different challenges that, that folks face today that may, may have been a little bit different back, you know, 30, 30 years ago. So that'll be the plan for today's show. We have a mailbag question to get to as well. Everything we do, we put up at myretirementclarity.com, but you can also schedule a time to sit down and meet with Lee by visiting the website, talkwithlee.com. Lee, how's everything going in the office? Uh, how, how are your clients doing as we head into through the summer here? Doing well, doing well. I actually had a, a really neat meeting about two weeks ago with, with an existing client. The lady retired maybe two or three years ago. And the husband just recently retired about a year ago. But I met with them back in December, and we were just talking about things. And, and they had actually sold a rental property and, and pocketed a little bit of money. And they were asking, hey, what, Lee, what, what do we need to do with this money? How can, can, can we invest it with you? And you know, just kind of the normal conversations that we had. But I knew in talking with them that they liked water. And I said, well, why don't, have you ever thought about buying a, a, a second home on water somewhere? And they're, they kind of, their eyes lit up a little bit and they were like, well, we've thought about it, but never really given it serious thought. And the money that they got from the sale of the rental house certainly wouldn't pay for a lake house. But anyway, I planted the seed. Well, when they came in the office about two weeks ago, they were just kind of grinning, looking at each other. And they said, we got something to tell you. And I said, all right, what is it? And they said, we, we bought a, a house on the lake. And for about 20 minutes, I mean, we just talked about that whole process of, of me sort of what in their words, they said, I kind of gave them permission to do it. And, and certainly they could have invested this money. We could have put it in an account and it would certainly be up from, from where it was, but that would not have given them the joy that they have had, you know, since I think they bought this thing in either March or April. They, they told me about going to the lake house during Memorial Day and having kids and grandkids out there. And they said, it's the first time they've been with grandkids where they didn't have electronics. They said they were out playing with frogs and, and fishing off the dock. So it was a really cool thing. And, and that's what I want clients to do. You know, it, it's more than just opening up a statement and seeing how much money you've got. I want you to live in retirement. So that, that was a really neat meeting. 
That is really cool. I'm glad you shared that with us. I love hearing these stories about how things are actually unfolding in your office and, and how you help people. I think it just kind of opens your eyes to, to how that process works and, and you know the opportunities that are out there for people that do proper planning and work with an advisor as well. Yeah, it really is. And sometimes it's just sort of having that that second set of eyes look at the whole situation. And, and when I was able to tell these folks, hey, you could do this and, and it's not you're not going to have to sacrifice the other things that you're doing in retirement. And these folks aren't they're not, you know, they're not multi multimillionaires. I mean, they're they're they've got a very average retirement, uh, but they've they've worked hard and they've planned accordingly. And man, they, they are living the dream, their dream in retirement right now. That's awesome. Very good. And, you know, there's a lot of a lot of people that are trying to figure out retirement altogether right now because things are so different now than they used to be. And that's why we want to spend some time on this episode discussing why this is not your father's retirement, so to speak. You know, 20 or 30 years ago, the world was a much different place when they walked away from their paycheck. And, you know, today there's a lot more on our plates. And we're going to run through some of the items that are most common uh, for, for people working with Lee to kind of work through and to get around as they plan for their retirement today. And I think the first one is working. I, I think for, for many times, uh, for a long time, Lee, at least, previous generations, you know, they kind of had that set retirement age of 65. Once you get there, you're done working, you don't need to. But if you do go back, it's probably because you didn't do something right along the way, right? Maybe a little bit of a feeling of failure if you did that. But today, I think more and more people enjoy and understand it's okay to work past 65. Yeah, I, th- I think that negative stigma has really sort of gone away as we've, you know, more recently in the, in the last five, 10 years or so. There's a lot of people that are over 65 that are still working and not necessarily because they have to, but I think because they want to. Retirement means something different for everybody. And that's one of the first things I, I do when I sit down with, with somebody when they come into my office. I ask them, what does retirement mean to you? And Unlike maybe 20, 30 years ago when people just wanted to retire and stay at home and, and do nothing, people don't see joy in that as much nowadays. They they understand that maybe doing something, staying active, keeps them healthy. Um, a lot of people still enjoy what they're doing, and so they see they've, they've got that sense of purpose, and so they don't just want to quit their job or retire and, and ride off into the sunset. Not everybody is that way. There's there's some people that that don't like their jobs and they're worn out and ready to move on. But a lot of people have told me, hey, you know, they're going to come in one day and find me dead at my desk. Uh, Certainly, I hope that's not the plan for everybody. But there are a lot of people that 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 is truly what they love doing. Um, And and I'll tell you, frankly, there's a lot of people that that don't want to be home all day with their spouses. And so having somewhere to go for, uh, you know, whether it's a part time job, once they they retire from a full-time position, they'll go do something part-time just to kind of have that separation from their spouses, not not because they don't like their spouses, but hey, you know, I think COVID has caused a lot of closeness over the last year and a half. And some people are like, ah, I, I cannot sit in inside 24-7 with my spouse. I need that space. <laughs> so yeah, people like to be out of the house sometimes. Yeah, there's no question. So don't don't feel like it's a bad thing to be working. In many cases, people enjoy it. They want to. And uh, it's better for your retirement, your relationship, all that stuff. So something to consider there. All right. You know, I, I don't know if you were in this boat, Lee, back in the 90s, but a lot of financial advisors kind of agreed that when, when our, their clients retired, their expenses would usually decrease maybe tw- even 20% from when the time they were working. Just that was kind of the common belief. But Today, retirement does carry a higher price tag. 
Some of that due to increased healthcare costs, you know, money we spend on staying healthy and living longer and maybe it's travel, hobbies, whatever it is. But the bottom line is just being retired might end up being more expensive than working. Yeah, it really, it really can. So what you're talking about, the decrease in expenses, sort of an automatic thing, that was really kind of factored into a lot of the the financial planning softwares too. You know, what if you're working and make $100,000, we want to plan on you retiring and needing to live on $80,000. That's not a set rule for, for anybody. And, and we've got a lot of clients who their goal is to when they retire, they want to keep the same amount of income. Now, sometimes we dig a little bit deeper and we learn that that may not really be what their their actual plans are. What they're really telling me is they don't want to have a, they don't want to back up their lifestyle when they retire. They don't want to sacrifice those things. So what we try to do is dig in and figure out what their real expenses are. And lots of times they don't have to live on 100% of what they were making in retirement. But what we do know is inflation is knocking on our door. It's going to happen. It's a reality. And we've got to plan for those things. So generally speaking, as we we are trying to help somebody plan for retirement, I want you to be in what we call position A, and that's having more income coming in than expenses going out. That's, that's what we call being in position A. That means you've got the flexibility to do what you want and the extra money to, you know, travel or help support grandkids financially, all those kind of things. But yeah, don't think that it's just going to automatically be a a decrease in expenses because once you retire, every day is a Saturday. And that's what everybody tells me. And if you think about it right now, the day that you spend most money, is probably going to be Saturday or Sunday. So there's a lot of Saturdays and Sundays in retirement, Ben. There's no question about that. Yeah, but one of the, the, the things that I think about most in terms of retirement now versus uh, what it was 20, 30 years ago. And again, I've still got a little little time for retirement, but I've kind of learned these things along the way, speaking with you and other advisors, is that like there's just so much on your plate now, right? It, it, and for some of the people, it's a sandwich generation where they're taking care of their parents and their adult children, but there's just so many different things you have to juggle in retirement today than you had to before. Yeah. And there's a lot of you know, if you kind of do the research, which I've done on several occasions, just kind of helping my clients plan for this, a lot of things have changed, you know, over the last several decades. More people are spread out over the United States. I'm, I'm talking about from a family standpoint. You've got kids living in other states, parents moving away, all those kind of things. And it used to be, you know, 30, 40 years ago, kids, the parents and grandparents all lived in the same town. And so, from a care, a practical standpoint, from a care, uh, you know, families would take care of elderly family members. That doesn't really happen too much today because, you know, if mom and dad, you know, live here, the, the kids may have gotten a job on the other side of the country. Well, now they're they're rooted there. They've got family there and jobs. Mom and dad get sick. They may not be able to come, come back and, and take care of them. And so the care, the, the, you know, these Family members have to account for their own care. Who's going to take care of me when I can no longer take care of myself? And so there's a financial consideration that's got to be made. I mean, who who's going to pay for that? How do we pay for that? I did a workshop years ago where I showed a, a picture of a three-story house and said, this is what people used to live in. Kids were in the bottom floor. I mean, the, the grandparents were in the bottom floor. The, the parents were in the middle floor. And the kids were in the top floor. So the, you know, the younger you are, the higher up you live, and everybody takes care of the people on the first floor. 
just doesn't really happen nowadays. So, um, so that's one consideration. Another thing is just that I've seen, Ben, is a lot more people are financially supporting their adult kids. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, that, that's a tough call. You know, I, I don't have adult kids yet. Actually, today is my son's 18th birthday. Oh, wow. Um, but he is still very, very financially dependent on me and he will be for some time until he gets out of college and does all those kind of things. But I see people uh, sacrificing their own lifestyle and their own retirement for grown children, for children that are 45, 55, even 60 years old who aren't financially independent yet because they've made poor choices. So, you know, I, I can't just tell somebody, hey, it's time to to boot them out of the nest because I've never been in that position yet. And my, you know, my stance on that may, may change, uh, may soften a little bit if I'm ever faced with that. But just make sure that, that you understand the financial repercussions that come with supporting an adult, adult child that should be supporting themselves. Hey there, sorry to interrupt the show, but I wanted to take just a minute to tell you about a new book I've written called Diffuse. How to Protect Your IRA or 401k from the IRS Ticking Tax Time Bomb. It's a really easy read and it gives you specific strategies that you can implement right now to be better prepared for increasing taxes. Now, we all know taxes are very likely to increase in the future. And with all the recent stimulus packages, I believe that even more. So I'm making this book available to you, the listener of the show. So here's how you get it. Just text the word DIFFUSE to 474747. Give us a good mailing address and we'll send it right out. I'll even pick up the shipping cost. Again, just text the word DIFFUSE to 474747 and get your copy today. Now back to the show. All right, last one, maybe maybe most important to retirement planning today than it was you know, a couple decades ago, a generation or two ago. The portfolios today, and Lee, you can speak to this very well, you have to kind of design them to cover your expenses for 30 or more years. I think a lot, you know, for, for our parents and their parents, you know, you're retired at 65, you know, maybe a 10, 15 year retirement. You got your, your pension, your social security, you know, you got everything just about covered. There's not a lot of work to do, but today you got to stretch that money out much longer. Yeah, you really do. And and this really is sort of a, a testament to how, how good our, our, our medicine is today in the United States, people are just living longer. Um, and, and that's, it's been that way for decades now. What, what used to kill us is now a, you know, a pill or an outpatient surgery and people are living into their nineties and a lot of people living past a hundred nowadays. So you've got to design your, your strategy to last a whole lot longer than you did, uh, if you were retiring 30 years ago. It used to be somebody retiring at, at, you know, if you were going to retire 65, you probably only planned on, a five or seven year lifespan after that. And one of the challenges for, for people nowadays is how do we continue to invest? Um, because just because you're 63 years old and you're retiring, it doesn't mean you totally take the foot off the gas and you in, invest very, very conservatively because you can't stomach the risk. Well, if you're 62 years old, it's a really good chance that you're going to live into your 90s. And so that money's got to last. And so you've probably got to take on a little bit more risk just to get you to the finish line. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying you invest like you're, you're 25, but you certainly can invest uh, like you've got two years less left to live because nobody knows that. 
And certainly we we want to plan for the future, but I don't want you to sacrifice too much early on in retirement. So Ben, I always talk about what I call the three phases of retirement. It's the go-go years, the slow-go years, and the no-go years. Yeah. The go-go years are generally, you know, when somebody retires early from, you know, 55 or whatever it is to about late 60s or, or 70s. So that's the go-go years. You're young enough, healthy enough to go and do things. And you're probably going to spend a little bit more money during this phase of retirement, traveling or doing whatever. The slow-go years happen usually when somebody's in their 70s, you know, 70 to maybe 80. They start spending more time in the doctor's office or or going to funerals, friends start passing away. Maybe they're not traveling as much because their travel partners have passed away. That does happen. And then for a lot of people, once they're in their 80s, they don't want to travel. They don't want to go and do anything. And those, you know, those kind of time parameters that I just, age parameters that I just laid out there, that's not that way for everybody. There are certainly the, the exceptions. But make sure that you're not, Always just saving for a rainy day. And sometimes that rainy day never happens and people pass away with a pile of money that they never got to enjoy. I mean, I find myself more than ever telling my clients to spend money uh, because there's no reason to to work forever. Save it, save it, and never spend it. Enjoy it. Enjoy it while you're here. You can't take it with you. Yep. No question. And this really doesn't cover everything that is different now. This is some of the biggest stuff you kind of have to have on your radar, be thinking about. You know, one that we didn't even have on here, Lee, that is probably much different today than it was for our parents is taxes, right? I don't know that our parents had to think as much about taxes and tax planning as you do today, right? No, they really didn't because they didn't really have much choice in the matter because they're, yeah. most most of those folks got got a pension. And, and when, you, when you get a pension check, you've got no flexibility on how you pay taxes. You're going to get your social security, you're going to get your pension check, and taxes are what they are. Nowadays, the burden of of retirement is more on our plate, more our responsibility, because very few of us now have pensions. More of us have 401ks and IRAs, and so you've got a little more flexibility on, on how you pay taxes and when you pay taxes based on your distribution plan. So yeah, most, you know, our grandparents really didn't think about uh, tax planning too much, but certainly something that you can't ignore nowadays. Yeah, and that's why we offer this ticking tax time bomb book offer that you have, Lee, so that anybody that wants to get ahead on their taxes, at least be thinking about it. Seven Steps to Defusing the Ticking Tax Time Bomb is, way, is a way to help. Yeah, I've had a lot of people still take advantage of this, uh, and it's just a, a short book that I've, that I've written. Um, and if you want to get a copy of it, it talks about a lot of the, the tax strategies that you can consider to try to help improve your situation and maybe pay less taxes over the long haul. To get a copy of that book, just text the word DEFUSE, D-E-F-U-S-E, DEFUSE, to 474747. Just give us a good mailing address and contact information. We'll ship that book right out to you. Very good. Let's t- let's close out the show with a mailbag question. We try to do this as much as possible. So if you have one, you can connect with us, myretirementclarity.com and send it into us. We'll try to get it onto the show. Today's question comes in from Michael. He says, I have several old 401ks from companies that I used to work for, and I'm getting tired of keeping up with all these statements. Can I just combine them all into one account? Or maybe the question is, should I combine them all? Boy, the older I get, the more I want simplicity in my life. And and I don't want statements from 14 different companies. So I, I would say probably, yes, you want to do some type of consolidation. Uh, do they need to be all in one? You know, it, it kind of depends. 
lots of times people have old 401ks from different companies and now they are working for a new company and they have a, a new 401k. And they ask me, should I take all the old 401ks and pile them in the new one? Again, it kind of depends on the situation, but I would say probably not. I would rather see you take those old 401ks and put those into an IRA. Uh, you've got more flexibility in that IRA than you probably would in an employer-sponsored 401k plan just from an access to the money standpoint. So, you know, it kind of depends on, on what your, your situation is. But yeah, I, consolidation is, is certainly better. I'm not saying you put them all in one account, but certainly you want to get rid of a bunch of them. I, I had a lady come in not too long ago. She's got 14 different CDs. Now, these aren't all 401ks. Of course, these are CDs at the bank. 14 different CDs, and she is inundated with, with paper. And we're helping her right now consolidate some of these because she wants simplicity in her life. Very good stuff. Thank you for that question, Michael. As always, uh, reach out to a professional, get a complete answer for whatever is on your mind. Uh, you can always do that by visiting talkwithlee.com. Set up a time to meet with Lee Perkins over at JL Perkins Wealth Management and work through any retirement or financial planning conversations you have, questions you have, or if you just want to start the planning process, that's the best place to do it. Talkwithlee.com. All right, Lee, we'll close it out on that note. Again, good episode. Enjoyed talking with you today on these changes that have happened. But it's important to remind everyone, too, kind of as we get out of here, we don't want to throw these things out here to kind of turn you away from planning and retirement and make you worried about, well, I'll be able to get there. It's just that you have to do a little bit better planning and, and really kind of be on top of these things. But that's very, very easy to do if you work with someone that has been through this, does it every single day and can help you build a plan out. Yep, that's what we do. If you want to give us a call, I can uh, help you with your situation. You can call the office at 478-254-3550. Or if you want to schedule a 10-minute conversation with me, we can certainly do that. Just visit www.talkwithlee.com. Again, everything we put up on myretirementclarity.com. Please subscribe or follow the podcast on whatever podcasting app you choose to use. Got another episode coming in a couple of weeks. I look forward to talking to you again then, Lee. All right. Thanks, Ben. Take care. Investment advisory services are offered by J.L. Perkins Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor and insurance agency. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified tax, legal, or investment professional before taking any action.